table for two, please. Hello, my name is Viveka, and I'm Amy, and welcome back to Table, table for two. two. So today we'll be touching on the topic of people pleasing, and I think that many people. Are people pleasers in life either to a certain extent or it just continues on throughout、mm-hmm. their adult life as well and i also think that it's more of a woman's thing because women have more pressure put on them to be you know kind and accepting and nice and like don't upset others yeah, type. yeah. and i think and that's why i think we wanted to talk about people pleasing today yeah I personally define people pleasing as going out of your way to do things that you normally wouldn't agree to or you normally wouldn't do, and forcing a false facade on yourself to get others to accept or like you, and basing your self worth on how many people like you or how much people like you. I think that people pleasing is putting other people's needs and expectations as your own. And having to prioritize their perception of you over your own understanding and identity of yourself.、Mm-hmm. And I, a few common examples that I see quite a few times, and I've done personally as well, is laughing at rude jokes or dark humor, especially during middle school. Yeah, because you don't want to like ruin it. Yeah, you don't want to kill the vibe and be and like point it out and be like, um, that's kind of.、Uh... Uh, you know, because、mm-hmm. then like people are gonna be like, okay, well it's just a joke. It's just a joke. Stop overreacting. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Even if like the joke is literally like racist or something,、mm-hmm. or like. And there's also two ways, you know, like if women are firm about it, they're like, hey, we shouldn't be talking about it like that.、Mm-hmm. We're like. It's like, damn, chill out. You're so annoying. Yeah, you're like, so sensitive. But if a man is doing it, they're like, oh yeah, mad respect. You're so woke, man. I know.、Right? <laughs> like, what? What are we doing here? The double. It's a double standard, basically. Yeah. And then there's also always agreeing with that one person despite having a different opinion yourself. Yeah. All the time. I know it's just like a lot of times it's like to preserve a friendship or to stay on somebody's good side.、Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people do this, especially. Yeah, and honestly, I do this more for people I just meet or、mm-hmm. who I'm just meeting for like I don't know the day. Yeah, because I don't want to be like too upfront,、mm-hmm. too open yet. Yeah, or too assertive and then just like make it awkward for the rest of the day. Yeah, yeah, and even if like it's worse if you do it with people like. Who've been with you for a while? It's oh like, yeah, yeah. Sometimes I do have to call people out, and I'm like, "Yikes! Hi, that's wrong.、Mm-hmm. Don't do it." This is one I've also done. <laughs> I think we're doing a lot of these, but I remember I got into K-pop like early 2018, just before the big wave hit,、mm-hmm. and then so it was awkward for me because I didn't know who to tell. No, I didn't have anyone to talk to about K-pop, and people would say things like, "Oh yeah, K-pop's so cringy. They're probably all gay," and I was like, "Yeah, like, oh okay, walk away." People pleasing is pretty much a bad thing to do, not for other people, but like for yourself. I think that it makes you 
lose your sense of identity and you start to forget what aspects of yourself are your own and not something you forced upon yourself for the sake of other people because people pleasing it's not like it's not a conscious decision it happens and i don't think a lot of people notice they are people pleasing it just happens to them and once they realize it they're like oh oh well i'm in this mess now and like of course it's nice to check out what a friend likes and etc, but if it, if it gets to the point where you're just going along with everything they do, or say, or suggest, then it's not a really healthy thing to do. I think, especially since my people-pleasing stemmed from society's expectation on women, I find people-pleasing just a very obnoxious thing to do. It was something that I could easily cut out of my life because it's not ingrained in me. I know some people mm-hmm. will find it really difficult to... You know, like you said, it was it's an, an unconscious reaction. Yeah. But for me, it was definitely, like, conscious to stay in the loop and stuff. But you don't need to be considerate to everyone. Or you don't need to be considerate to the, you know, the vibe or the attitude or mood yeah. or whatever. Because if something's wrong, it's wrong. Yeah. You, there's no laughing it off. There's no, it's just a joke or you're being too sensitive. It's wrong. You shouldn't do it. Yeah, there's not an obligation for you to, you know not say anything about it exactly and i also was a pretty big people pleaser because i didn't have a lot of friends before Mm -hmm. like now that i got some friends i wanted to keep these friends so i was doing it pretty much to you know like i said stay in the loop it was kind of desperation for their approval and Mm -hmm. their okay she's chill she can we can talk to her yeah but honestly just be more comfortable in your own individuality and your own sense of moral justice like it's not bad for anybody to be woke or a good person it's not even being woke it's just being a good person i feel like everyone always just like craps on people for being good a little over the bare minimum Mm, it's too much for them but yeah i definitely think people pleasing comes from you know your childhood the way you were raised or those you know key moments yeah, I think, like, people-pleasing, it really comes from the environment you had. Like, for me, it was, like, wanting to keep friends, wanting to make more friends, and also to, like, satisfy what other people perceive me as. I think a lot of it does come from society, and then we internalize it, and then that's how it just continues. And then the people around us also have that issue, mm-hmm. and then they continue to push it on us and then it's just like this kind of unconscious little silent killer but like silent people pleasing vibe usually i feel like it comes from a figure in your life or just a you know a family member or a friend that you had and they were volatile when they weren't given what they wanted or they were just really temperamental if you Mm -hmm. changed or if you threw a tantrum so you just grew and adapted to that and you were like okay so if i'm really nice to them if i'm super you know considerate and if i agree with them at all costs mm -hmm, i everything's gonna be okay they're not gonna be mean to me they're not gonna react badly yeah and that's like the conditioning that probably happened at a certain point and it's usually to just avoid that rejection or disappointment or conflict that you were facing in the beginning we're just going to discuss some of our own experiences with people pleasing and i think that i've had the habit of people pleasing my entire life 
I kind of still do it now, but I think it happened the most in, like, middle school. Like, in elementary, I didn't think I was really aware that I was people-pleasing. I was just like, oh, this is how I'm supposed to be. Like, this is how you make other people like you. I thought, like, that was the only way. And I just liked stuff other people liked and tried to get into them, even if I wasn't too interested. I also acted a certain way around someone and then acted another way around somebody else and, like, I had, like, a different personality every year. In middle school, I just wanted people to like me. So I always agreed with them on everything. And even if they and another one of my friends disagreed on something, I'd be, like, caught between sides. And that was, like, a whole thing because I wanted to speak on this person's behalf. And I was like, okay, I gotta, like, fight for their opinion. But then the other person, I'd be like, okay, well, I don't really think they did anything wrong. But, like, this other person said that they're wrong. So I have to go, you know, talk to this person. It was just, like, a very... I think I was just really trying to just avoid people being mad at me. I just wanted to, like, keep friends. Mm -hmm. Thanks to those past experiences, I think I've become pretty aware when I'm people-pleasing, which is good because either I can tone it down and either remind myself that this is my friend, I don't need to do this, or remember that it's not necessary to do this for people to accept me. So... Yeah, I still people please, but I consciously people please, and that's a step up. (laughs) My people pleasing peaked in 8th and ninth grade, I think, because I had obligations towards other people. This is my first time I had a friend group, you know, this is the first time I'm, like, being more social and extroverted. So, I, you know, I felt obligated to hold up that, the, the, the version of me that they had, okay? Mm -hmm. And so to fulfill those, you know, versions of me, I became a person that I wasn't. I tolerated a lot of weird and offensive, you know, quote-unquote jokes. jokes. I feel like we use quote-unquote a lot. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense because, like, you know, like, we gotta emphasize that this is sarcasm. Yes. Yeah. We, oh, not we. I listened to music I didn't like that much. You know, I took interest in sports, even though I couldn't care less, and other things like that, you know. I became gross, in my own opinion, (laughs) and I hated it because I was so far into this facade of who I was that I denied it when people said that I changed or whatever. I remember my sister, she was like, Vika, you changed a lot. Mm -hmm. Like I became very jarring, you know, I was very irritable at a certain point in time. She's like, you're... I was like, no, I'm not, ch- I'm not different. I never changed. <laughs> but the truth was, the the reality was, is that I did change. And I did it during a very formative and important time in my life where I felt like my innocence and youth and just like my adolescence mm-hmm. was kind of just taken away from me. And like I was just pushed into a very jarring world. Yeah, like your ability to make a choice on what you wanted to be like. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't wholly blame the people that I surrounded myself with during those times for what happened to me, but I also blame myself for surrounding myself with those people mm-hmm. because I wanted people to like me and I wanted to keep these friends that I had. But I immediately stopped people pleasing after I cut, you know, certain people out of my life. And it was honestly like a breath of fresh air because I was like, wow, you know, I have no obligations or expectations that I need to fulfill right now. Mm -hmm. And I was able to admit to or indulge in the things that I liked. And I was able to 
reconnect and reform relationships with people that I pushed aside or just, you know, put on the back burner during that time. Mm -hmm. But honestly, I also feel like still at that point, I was still pretty, you know, I have to be nice to everyone, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But it was really during the beginning of quarantine when I kind of was like, I don't need to please anyone else regardless you know the decisions i make for myself is the are decisions i make in confidence mm-hmm. i don't need other people to tell me that you know you can't do that that's not nice to this person or this person i was like i don't care <laughs> it's my decision if the blame falls on me it falls on me because it was my decision and i take responsibility for that mm-hmm. so it was kind of just that yes and i I also think that during this time, I had a big cool girl mentality, which I think a lot of women assume that role at Mm -hmm. a certain time in their life. Yeah. It's like, that cool girl mentality is sort of like people-pleasing in the sense that the goals are to get validation from people, especially men. Mm -hmm. Like I said, I think everyone goes through this phase because society preconditions girls or feminine presenting people to cater to their male or masculine presenting counterparts you know that's the whole whatever men do is cooler than women Mm -hmm. you know sports and stuff is better than i don't know yeah literally anything that women gendered inanimate objects or subjects exactly and i've definitely went through it as i've described before yeah i think i definitely have that ingrained to me at some point i don't think i really acted on it but like it's there i definitely acted on it and i'm ashamed Sorry. embarrassed and disappointed in myself but it's okay. change for the better i grew out of it but i'm not sure where the cool girl mentality originates from the take does a really great video essay on the cool girl mentality especially in not the cool girl mentality, just the cool girl in general in film it's you know, specifically, and I definitely recommend you should watch it. Mm-hmm. But I think there's always two sides to the cool girl phase, and it's either over sexualization or the masculinization side. So, over sexualization, you basically cater to the male gaze by impersonating a male fantasy, whatever that is. Okay? Yeah. And then, and obviously, you know, that's like Manic Pixie Dream Girl, the girl who understands you. She's not like other girls. Oh, no. And then there's masculinization. You become more masculine in your attitude or interests because, you know, men have a higher level of respect or admiration towards other men. So if you assume those same interests and stuff, of course they're going to have a higher level of respect for you. They're going to see you differently. Basically, to sum it up, either you bend to that masculine view... Or you have to assume that role. Exactly. Very well said. In order to be respected, you have Mm -hmm. to, like, take away your femininity. Your own individuality. Yeah. I think great movies of this, of a cool girl breaking through the cool girl mentality, is Gone Girl. Mm. Not recommended for younger people. But it shows the main character very much, like, assuming this persona to please her husband and eventually when her husband fails to uphold the like you know his own role yeah when he starts disappointing her she 
she's like, no, I can't do this anymore. You know, I'm not the cool girl. I did all this for you, and then you're not doing the same for me. We can't keep going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really great movie also. But yeah, I also think misogyny-affected people are also a result of people-pleasing to a certain extent, or they people-please quite a bit. Yeah. These people put an emphasis on highlighting, like, the masculine, quote-unquote, part of themselves because femininity or androgyny is not deserving of the same respect in that gaze. Mm-hmm. Yes. I think this is just, like, a societal, kind of more universal way that people-pleasing affects a lot of people, especially women. Yes. I think that is really just, you know, society has a definition of normal, of tolerable, of you're okay. And Mm -hmm. to do that, many people people please because, you know, if you're not nice, if you're not understanding and empathetic all the time, then what are you really? You're not worth it. But yeah, in conclusion, stop people pleasing. Yeah. You don't need to people please to anyone. You're not here to be considerate to someone else, okay? Yeah. You stand up. You stick up for what you believe in as long as it's good. Yeah. Of course, we're not saying, like, be a butthole to everybody. Of course, we're not saying that. Like, be nice to people. Being nice to people is nice, Mm -hmm. you know? Still be kind. But we're saying that you don't need to do it in order to please other people. You know, good people will come to you and they will stay. Those are the right people. If you have to, like, assume a different persona or facade just for somebody to stay with you or stay by your side, then, like, that's not... That's not someone you should keep. People will stay. You just have to find the right people. And, you know, not everybody's personalities, beliefs, etc. is suited for one another. Obviously, there can be two different people who are both, like, they're both great people, but they just don't mix well together. And that's okay. Because there's, like, seven... Plus billion people in the world. You'll find somebody. Yep. And with that, that's the conclusion of today's episode of People Pleasing. We hope you take some time to think about your own people pleasing tendencies if you have any. And become more conscious when you do and Mm -hmm. stop. Yeah. Or reduce it like Amy does. Conscious people pleasing. Conscious people pleasing. Yeah, sometimes you will still have to people please, especially in like corporate settings. Oh, yeah. But that's like a whole nother topic. (laughs) (laughs) So, with that being said, my name is Aika. And I'm Amy. And we're signing off. Check this. You can find our episode credits, contact slash feedback forms, socials, and YouTube channel all at linktree.com slash table for two pod, which you can find in our episode and Spotify bio. See you next Wednesday with a brand new episode.